TSR, your go-to source for everything, everything happening in the Vancouver music scene. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. I'm James Olson, and welcome to Pacific Sound Radio. Pacific Sound Radio. We're back, and we've made some changes to bring you a better show with a little bit of help from my friend Mark Lengelbach. That's me. Looking ahead, we're going to be doubling our efforts to feature the most daring, unique, and exciting artists that make up the Vancouver music scene. We'll also be spending extra time between episodes to bring you the best possible version of the show that you could ask for. On this first revamped episode, we're talking with I Am The Living and Tian Gibbs. I Am The Living, also known as Ryan Peters, is a singer, songwriter, and dancer with roots in soul and contemporary R&B. Tian Gibbs is a rapper, songwriter, producer, and community organizer, and together they have joined forces, bridging the gap between a variety of music styles on a fresh and funky collaborative EP titled Jungle. Glad to have you guys on the show. Uh, we've had you on the show uh, both separately, but this is the first time had you on together. Always, uh, I always like checking in and see what people are listening to these days. What are you two been listening to lately? Go ahead, you, you go ahead, bro. <laughs> uh, been listening to lately. Um, I listen to a wide range of music, man. Like earlier on, I was listening to some '80s house music. So you know. It already depends on the type of vibe that I'm in. Um, I can't really pinpoint on, you know, what it is exactly. Uh, but, yeah, man, it just depends what vibe I'm in. Like this morning I was listening to meditation music because I meditate in the morning, you know. Earlier when I was listening to, actually as well, I was listening to uh, the Off the Wall album by Michael Jackson nice. at the beginning of the day. So, you know, it really just depends what type of mood or vibe I'm in. Um, but I listen to an eclectic taste of music, so... Looks like Tion has something to say. Oh, what about you, T? I, I just listened to I Am The Living and Tion Gibbs, man. That's, 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 that's a good answer. That's all I've been living, listening to, you know. That's it, yeah. That's what's up, man. Just giving it that triple uh, check. It's like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah, this is dope. Yeah, yeah. This is, I'm just at home listening to the beats by myself. Like, yo, these beats are fire. <laughs> Who's the engineer up. on this? He's awesome. He's amazing. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. There you go. That's what's up. So how did you two first meet and how did you wind up working together? Just, you, you know, just that one off tea. You know, just a school of hard knocks, bro. You know, just uh, gigging musicians. I was putting on a show. I reached out to I Am The Living. And then uh, he just was like, yo, man, let's get together. Let's make some, some music. And we just stayed in touch. And... Uh, you know, like we did the show in February, he killed it, and we just stayed in touch. And then I guess April and May of 2020, I sent him a little beat pack, and there was one that he, you know, he really liked, and that became Between the Groove. And I think in like two weeks, you know, went from sending the beat pack to he was in Kelowna at the time. I drove out to Kelowna because that's where my family lived. So it was like, oh, sweet, make a weekend trip of it, went out there, we banged out the track. It was done. And then we were just like, cool, let's just keep vibing, keep making music, and that's it. Yeah, man. Yeah, you kind of knocked it out of the park, bruv. That's, that's really it. That's how it came together, man. Uh, we just kind of felt like, you know, we were just like in a really good creative space, and we were excited about working with each other, and we were just excited about, you know, the energy that we were both bringing to the table the good vibes, especially with all that's, you know, what transpired last year, 
we just wanted to continue to uh, create music to um, you know try and just make people feel good. That's what music's there for, isn't it? So uh, we just decided to continue working together, man. And uh, now we're at the uh, point of releasing a joint EP, which is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you two have both worked with different artists in the past. Ryan, of course, has worked with Ashley Ball of Hey Ocean, and it seems like Tion is working with everyone in the local hip-hop scene. What would you say makes this partnership different? What, uh, our partnership? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we're both, like, like immigrated here. Obviously, Tion's from Botswana. I'm originally from London. Um, and Tion can speak for himself as well, but I know he spent some time in London as well, so we kind of had that connection. So when we first got together, um, we, you know, we, we, we realized that we had a lot in common um, musically and just culturally as well. So, um, yeah, man, that's what kind of like drew us together and, and made our experience, well, my experience with him different to anyone else that I um, have collaborated with. Um, the Ashley Wall collaboration was amazing. She's super gifted, um, you know, compared to me and Tion's. It's just a bit more authentic and just a bit more raw. It's, it's like completely different, you know what I'm saying? But mm. um, that's... That's that's how it felt for me anyway. I also just think for me, bro, it's just like no one else is really doing this. Like just for being honest, you know what I mean? Like I don't know of any duos that are like operating in like an R and B soul slash house hip hop kind of yeah area in yeah yeah in the in the Canadian music industry, like not even just Vancouver, you know? So like I think it's a really unique lane. Yeah, it's just like it's different for me it's different for him but it's just like it's fun for both of us so i was just like hey man like you know let's just run with it man and it's been good like one of the best decisions i've probably ever made honestly so yeah yeah i agree with that that's something i noticed when i was listening to the music it's that it just gels perfectly it works uh really well and i hadn't even thought about that tion that like it seems like you guys have curved out your own niche in a way which is which is awesome yeah yeah, it's really Thanks. dope, man. Like, honestly, like, you know, like, the only thing I can really compare it to would be, like, I guess, like, a Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack thing. But that, that, I mean, we, we started this a year ago, so, I mean. Exactly. They're, they're copying you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We kind of we kind of set the trend, man. Oh. Anderson heard one of your songs, like, yo, yo, Bruno, we got to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Ryan, you mentioned you two have a shared experience of both living in different parts of the world before moving to Vancouver. How has that shared experience informed your mutual approach to the music you're creating? Well, you know, we've been lucky enough to, you know, just soak up different types of music. You know, me being from London, you know, growing up there and and, and spending the majority of my life there, I was just uh, lucky enough to hear and be exposed to so many styles of music, right? Um, and that's really like influenced me as a recording artist and it's influenced this this collaboration project as well. So yeah, man, I think that that, that um, really made a positive impact on the type of you know music that we kind of want to put out there as well. And it's, and it's allowed us to carve out our own lane, um, as we were saying earlier on. I also think just like coming from larger like markets too, man, like it's just a little bit of a, just a bit of an edge to how you work, you know, um, like when Ryan and I work together, 
you know, when it's work time, it's really work. Like we're like, we're really, really serious, you know? And, uh, I'm a lot of, a lot of artists from, from smaller, smaller towns, smaller cities. Um, you know, they don't, they don't grow up with like, they're like a necessity to like, yo man, like we really got to like make a staff, you know, make, you know, really like make a bang, you know? And I think, you know, Ryan's been in a lot of his life in, in, in London and also in LA, like, I think he just kind of has that in him, you know? So, you know, something that we both share too, I think it's just like a little bit of a, having a bit of an edge on it to get things done. Yeah, it certainly shows with the EP itself and also just all you that you guys have done to promote the release so far. Like, I'll, I'll get into this in a in a bit, but the, the music videos, especially that you've put out, are, you know, that's pro-grade-A quality stuff. And the amount of work and time that you guys have put into this definitely shows. Thank you. Thank you, man. Jeez. Thank you, man. Appreciate that, you know, just, we work really hard. To, You're just um, singing our praises out here. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's what you work hard for, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's good that, you know, people can see that and notice that. Yeah, and it's, I, I don't want to dwell too much on it because it is what it is, but it's one of those things where, like, I wish I could see you guys perform live together because it just that'd just be sick. The dynamic between the two, even with the um, clip you did for Breakfast Television Toronto where you were in that clothing store, like, man, like, I, I want to see that in a live setting. Yeah, we want to as well, bro. We're, we're waiting on the world to let us make it happen. <laughs> exactly. That's it, man. Talking about the, is it. the EP a bit, uh, Jungle is a great title, and the cover image is definitely eye-catching. What's the story behind the title? You go ahead, sir. Well, you know, um, me and Tim were just like, we had like a, a list of names and... Uh, Tion actually came up with the name Jungle, and as soon as he said it, I was like, yo, like, that's such an awesome, awesome name. Um, and uh, and it represents so much, you know, just like Tion being from, you know, Botswana and, um, you know, growing up in that part of the world of just like full of nature and, you know, just beauty, you know what I'm saying? And um, me coming from London, which is kind of like the concrete jungle of just being in a condensed, you know, city of like so much going on. It kind of really resonated with with who we are now being in Vancouver and just um, really trying to, you know, make our, our, our mark and and um, and bring all of that experience to Vancouver. Yeah, it just spoke to us, man, and we just feel like it truly represented who we were. Um, we decided to obviously break the word down as JNGL just looked really cool made sense to us as well um so yeah man that's 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 really it uh, if Tion wants to add some more to that he can I smashed it there we go thank you sir <laughs> what um what <laughs> albums or artists were you vibing with while writing and recording this release it's, it's, it's interesting you saying that because we weren't really listening to much like we just wasn't focusing in, on anything. We were more inspired by the by the producer. The I Am The Living and Tion Gibbs EP Jungle features three producers, Cheap Limousine, 40K, and J808. Half of the EP was produced by Cheap Limousine. You can check out their work on BeatStars.com and YouTube. You can also check out 40K on Instagram at BeatBy40K. Clearly, you know, his production has been inspired by people such as Pharrell and... Um, you know, uh, Kay Chenard or Jay Diller. And um, as soon as we heard the music, we were like, 
like, yo, this is this this really speaks to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, but obviously, you know, we've we've been inspired by those same producers and and the songs that they've created with other great artists as well. But we kind of like stayed away from. We didn't consciously stay away from listening to other stuff, but we were just like locked in Tion's room and we were just like creating. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, no, that's perfect, man. That's really like the producer we worked on with uh, for like four of the tracks, Cheap Limousine, like he just smashed it, man. So we just use that as like the blueprint. And, yeah. um, you know, we just, uh, the people that we brought in to work on the other songs on the project that we just kind of, you know, show them the direction we're going in. And and then people just, you know, we're basically adding things that could complement that, you know, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, Cheap Limousine was really pivotal in kind of just creating and, and navigating the sound. And I mean, it's not, it's not even like a interaction thing. It was just like, it was just every beat that we were listening to produced by him just sounded great. And we were just like, yeah, let's just go, let's just run with this, you know? So it was one of those cases where you'd be provided with the beats and you'd just pick the one that you feel that you could best build a song around? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cheap Limousine, um, I know him like a little bit. Like, I'm, We're not like tight or anything like that, but we, we've met in person a couple of times, uh, like way back. I'm talking like 10, 15 years ago. And um, yeah, we kind of just reconnected and he just sent me a beat pack and and uh i loved the beat pack and there was a couple couple beats that i sent over to i am the living and that's kind of just how it all started um and then we just kind of just kept the you know going to his beat store and hitting him up and just building the relationship some more and yeah i just kept going from there you two of course have backgrounds in different musical styles where do you find common ground when it comes to the songwriting process, especially with the different types of beats that you worked with on each of the songs on the release? I think it's, it's, it's you know, to be honest, it's really all about the energy that we have listening to the music. Like we just, we literally just like feed off each other, you know? Um, and that kind of gives us both an idea of, you know, if this is going to be right for, you know, our project. You know, is it yeah. going to be right for for I'm the Living and and Tion Gibbs? And again, we've, we 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 kind of went into this like cre- like creating our own little lane. So for us, it's like okay, like if it's up tempo, if it's good vibes, like you know, if it's got that house soul hip hop vibe to it, then that can go in the the I'm the Living and Tion Gibbs you know box. And then separately, we kind of have our own styles. Um, yeah man it's like there's not much of a like science to it seriously like it literally it really is about like how it makes you feel and if it makes me feel good and i see the energy from tion then we're like yo this is this is fire this is it yeah i i I am the living is really really good at uh building melodies and we just kind of i think those kind of just led the led the way really and catered to how we're going to build the song um for yeah, I think five or six of the tracks, you know, like his melodies um, were really just like the the foundational piece. It was like, okay, cool, man. Like this is a really strong hook melody. This is a really strong yeah. verse melody. All right, okay. So how can we flip this? Tion, you could come in on the verse two and do this. We're coming on verse one. You know, it was just like, but it was all just like organic and fun. And, we, and, yeah. and there was, there's no ego to it too. You know, like we have songs where I literally come in for eight bars and that's it. And it's just like, yo, that's my favorite song of the whole project um in distance and then there's also songs like 
where do we go from here where I'm living just sings the hook and it's just yeah it was cool man like it was just like there's no ego in it it was just like let's just have fun and just like cater to the songs and just you know make them as, as good as good as possible and so yeah it's great you explore a variety of moods on the EP and I noticed a pretty stark contrast between the upbeat opener Papa and the uh, darker closing number Fall what was your th- thought process behind the track listing for the ep and is there an emotional arc of sorts to the release uh i think just as we were kind of crafting the songs um you know between the groove which is unfortunately not on the ep but uh that was our first song we kind of you know put together and then we were working on a bunch more songs and we go you know we're like four or five songs in and we're like wow these are all really like up tempo um and and fun and like we're definitely like that matches our personality and the vibe we're going for. But, um, you know, we're also just like cognizant of, uh, of lyrics. Like we're, we're really like aware of, you know, like what we're saying and what we're putting out into the universe as well. Um, so yeah. we, we did, we did want to make sure that we had, you know, like one or two songs with just a little bit more um, intentionality to, to just being a little bit uh, more thought provoking. Um because that's important, especially in the climate we're living in, especially being two black dudes, you know, in, in Western Canada, where there's not a whole lot of representation. It's just good for us to have a little bit of like, yo, we can give you some realness too, but we're going to also have a lot of fun. So we, we talked about the, you know, unique lane that you guys uh, occupy. And I kind of wanted to ask, what to you is the best musical duo of all time? And where do you guys write, rank on that duo list that I just made up? Good question. Best duo uh, of all time. Holy. Man, I have to say Kid and Play. Are you kidding me? Kid and Play. <laughs> With the dances too. Sheesh. Kid and Play, man. Don't, don't sleep on Kid and Play. Wow. I'd say that because Kid and Play really inspired me as a kid. They were killing wow. it with their style. With their with their dance moves, with their rapping, wow, their energy. A, I will admit, I'm not as familiar with them. Are they more UK based or? No, I couldn't play it from the states. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch a movie called? Uh, it's called House Party. Did you ever watch that movie? Can't say I have. No. Uh, yeah, it's classic. 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 Um, they were out like like at the time like TLC first came out. Okay. Like that. Of course, I've heard of uh, TLC. So kind of around the same time of like TLC, Salt and Pepper, those sort of. Oh, okay, gotcha. For those of you who don't know, which included me, Kid and Play are a hip-hop duo that were at the height of their popularity in the late 80s and early 90s, thanks to singles like Getting Funky, Rollin' with Kid and Play, and their highest charting track, Funhouse, which peaked at number one on the US rap charts. Along with music, they were the stars of the 1990 comedy House Party, which spawned four sequels, and even had their own cartoon show and limited-run comic book series through Marvel Comics. Of the tracks I listened to, I enjoyed Getting Funky the most, which you can check out on the playlist for this episode. Yeah, yeah. One of one of the best duos ever. So uh, can I give you two answers? Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, there's no rules to this question. This is just a fun okay, one. Okay, sick, sick, sick. So, so I, I think, like, um, I think the greatest duo, it, it honestly might be Daft Punk. Like, honestly, like, they, they might be the, like the dopest duo ever. Like they're just such a crazy long career and just like groundbreaking songs. And then like, I guess you could even maybe like put Simon and Garfunkel in that conversation. I don't know. But uh, I mean, personally, I'm like a hip hop head, man. So like Outkast is like, that's, that's my shit. 
you know? So that, that would definitely be there for me. I also love the Black Keys, which a lot of people forget is actually a duo, even though it sounds like a full band thing. But yeah, I'd say I'd say Outkast. Um, yeah. I actually made a point of uh, re-listening to all the Daft Punk albums after they broke up, including the Tron soundtrack, and man... They went on on a high note, that's for sure. Yeah, they're 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 yeah, they're special, man. Discovery is one of my favorite like albums, like ever. Yeah, I realized I didn't really have. <laughs> it was just a fun one I wanted to ask about. Is the duo the ideal music group size or arrangement, like as opposed to a full band or like a trio or? Full band. That's the be- that's the perfect number for me when it comes mm. to group size groups. Yeah, I, four, I think four or five. Uh, that's crazy. I kind of, I, I kind of think like I, I think I think the duo is like the situation that's gonna like you can have a long career being in a duo. You know, I uh, just because it's, it's it's just two opinions. So to me, that's how I think. It's like, all right, me and I and the living have to agree on some on a, on a decision, and then we're good. You know, um, so to me, I'd probably say yeah. I think it is like the the coolest thing to do like i just think like the longevity of being in a group of like three or four maybe even five people you can make way cooler shit obviously but also like sometimes things could take a really long time to get off the ground or like just the decision making process so i'm just thinking about it practically so yeah. I, I pra- practically i think a duo it just makes the most sense yeah that's that's something i've been thinking about as well and uh it's something that i've even noticed i'm not sure if there's more duos nowadays than there were in the past but it seems like there are i don't know if that's just my perception or not but it's just something i've observed that like there's plenty of groups that like they you know they don't tour just as a duo they have like backing musicians but a lot of them just like put out music as two people and it seems to be really effective for a lot of contemporary groups yeah uh i i I, you know sorry dude like i just think about this question and i was just like shit man like i can't believe i did not say the neptune oh man honestly the neptune is 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 the best duo bro certainly one of the most important yeah even if you don't know who the neptunes are i guarantee that you've heard their music before the neptunes are basically how and why pharrell williams became a household name in contemporary pop and hip-hop Pharrell, along with childhood friend Chad Hugo, are a Grammy and Billboard award-winning production duo who are widely regarded as one of the best production teams in the last 20 years of popular music. The Neptunes are responsible for a ridiculous number of hit songs, including Hot in Here by Nelly, Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg, and Holla Bat Girl by Gwen Stefani. Yeah, man. Like, I, remember, I think there was like a time period in the early 2000s where like they were on like like 60 of the like billboard 100 charts like they're on 60 placements like all the songs or like yeah they're, they're incredible. what's so crazy about that is like they were so young too when they started i think they were like they had their first rack of hits when they were both like 19 or something um wanted to talk about uh kind of the vancouver music scene a bit it feels at times um obviously this is kind of more to how things were functioning before the pandemic but it seems like as a whole it's kind of split into a bunch of micro scenes how important is building community for you two and how is this project emblematic of this you know for for a place like vancouver to for, to truly thrive you know it's really important to build to build the music community 
you know, there's not much of a infrastructure here uh, compared to cities like London, Toronto, New York, LA. So I think like, you know, musicians, artists, or different type of creatives, whether you're video directors, photographers, you know, visual artists, graphic designers, it's, it's really important for everyone to kind of like come together, support each other and, uh, and build the scene. You know, I feel like there's so much talent here. I remember when I first arrived in Vancouver and I was like just blown away by like so much talented people that I was introduced to. Um, but at the same time, I was like, why is this city not on the map? You know, so I feel I feel like it's important for everyone to you know collaborate with one another. Um, if you know uh, you vibe with one another, if the energy is good, um, I don't think anything should be forced just for the sake of it. But I feel like it's it's really important for for everyone to do that, man. To to really to really push the scene. Yeah, I mean that's a. A uh, question that I, you know, ask myself. <laughs> it's a question I I ask myself all the time about, you know, why Vancouver isn't on the on the map, and it's just uh, figuring out ways to to work around that. Uh, do you have any thoughts on on that, Tion? Um, yeah, man. I I think uh, I think right now, like I I'd say like our duo, what we've done, uh, is very emblematic of the potential. Uh, of two people coming from do two different musical pockets um, or like uh, yeah communities I guess um, and what that like cross pollination can can really do like I know my network has increased you know a lot since working with I am the Living and I think vice versa and it's introduced me to new audiences and and him as well and it's also just been a fresh sound so i do think cross-genre uh, collaboration if you guys could find a common ground as, as people is really really important for vancouver uh, i think um obviously us being artists it's um you know it's, it's worked out extremely well honestly uh but i think the people who really need to pioneer that movement um would be the producers you know what I'm saying? Like, it's great to see someone like Kultar got bounce working with Paufu and then working with, you know, you know, Trey Six and then working with Known. And like, you know, it's like he's doing like 80s, like synth pop of one person. He's doing like super indie, like, like alternative rap. And then he's doing like, like trap music. And I think it's really cool that he's operating in those lanes. And the more producers can do that, I think it's really going to put, it's going to continue to build the Vancouver scene because the power of a producer uh, is that they can really put people in rooms together that may not have been in a room together previously. Um, so as everyone's building their individual brands, um, cross culture, cross genre collaboration is, I think, just immensely important. Um, you know, and I've seen a lot of artists, you know, go from, you know, on Spotify, you know, 10, 15,000 monthly listeners. And now some of them are pushing, you know, 500,000 monthly listeners since the beginning of the pandemic. So there, there has been a stark change in that. And I think the more artists uh, are kind of peaking in this direction and the more collaborations that happen, um, you know, it's just a matter of time, you know, that's, that's where my head's at. Yeah, and I think you touch on something important with the connection with producers because 
of kind of the weird spot that uh, the record label as an entity is now, it seems to me that they don't have that same sort of connective authority, perhaps, in the same way that they used to. I think media platforms as well, like, you know, are very necessary in, in pushing in pushing the music and pushing artists from Vancouver and building the scene too, such as radio, like people like yourself, you know, um, online print, print, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we just like it. We need, we need that that support to to really push to push the scene so that's very necessary cool i was gonna say that was something i noticed especially with uh, the most recent video that you dropped boxes that certainly stands out from the from the previous two and that you aren't performing the song in in the video and you're essentially characters in the in the clip as well yeah that yeah. was that was that was joe's crazy mind <laughs> you know joe's like uh, from the uk uh, originally as well. He's based here, but he's from the UK originally. And, you know, he's very artistic and he kind of wanted to just, you know, take a different twist on on, on the song. And, um, you know, he presented us with, with the idea and, and we were like, yo, this this would be cool, man. This would be cool. Why not, like, do something that's not, you know, um, so, so obvious? And I think it, it definitely stood out. It's definitely stood out compared to the other two, for sure. I think my my favorite moment in that video because you're this will make more sense to listeners who have seen the video, but in the in the dream sequence where you two first show up, where Tion just has this great look on his face when he just pushes the guy aside, he's like, "Get out of here!" I I laughed pretty hard at that. Yeah, that must have been fun. Just I don't know, yeah, playing the villains uh, or something like that within the within the context of the clip. Yeah, we just yeah, yeah. we just bullied Tatenda <laughs> for like eight hours. That's all we did. We just bullied him, man. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. It was it was definitely it was different for you know like I've never shot a video like that, so you know to not be on set for like the whole twelve hours and just kind of like show up and you know be like okay, you guys, you got to do this. It was like okay, this is interesting. This is this is different. It was it was a good experience. Without of course spoiling anything with the new music videos you have coming up, uh, is it? going to be kind because you are working with different directors for each of those new clips is the goal to kind of keep that direction going having a different vibe with each of the videos and having all of them together really stand out from one another i mean the so one one has been shot it's being edited so it's going to be coming out pretty soon and then there's another one that we're preparing to uh shoot early in may I can tell you right now, those two are completely different from anything else that we've put out. Um, so yeah, there's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's just like you, like you said, man, they're all going to just be like standalone, very different, very unique videos and, uh, unique ways of experiencing the song, you know? So, yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm so that's why like from the jump, I've always been excited about creating these videos because, like if you compare, you know, Papa, which was like so colorful and just um, so high energy, you compare that to Distance, which is like really dark, you know, city vibes and uh, boxes, just fun and just random, you know. And now these next two that are going to come along. Um, yeah, man, it just, it kind of, it, it, they, 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 they all stand alone, you know, and that's, and that's what we wanted. We wanted like visuals that could stand alone. And that can um, allow you to appreciate the song in a different way as well. 
Yeah, it's cool too seeing like directors and like how how they interpret yeah. um, the the song, you know? Because um, I I'd say outside of Papa, um, you know, the directors have come up with all the ideas. Really, yeah. like Papa was kind of like. Papa would just happen by chance, honestly. Like I just reached yeah. out to Sterling and I was like, "Hey, I got the song. We're kind of like thinking this kind of vibe." And he just kept adding ideas to it. And then yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. "So when are we shooting?" I guess is kind of what happened. Yeah, that must be a fun experience, just seeing how other people interpret the songs themselves and kind of their meaning. Have you been? I guess have you been like really like surprised by how? some of these directors have interpreted the individual tracks i'll say for translation which is our, our next single slash next video and boxes those are the two that i was like wow this is you know if i planned a video i definitely would not have planned this video um so they were definitely like outside of my like sphere and realm of thinking um yeah there's i, I can't really give too much away but there's some really cool like elements that are going to be the translation video that it's just like wow i didn't even know that was like possible to do so i'm, I'm really excited to see that um come to life but um all, all in and, all yeah yeah and there's gonna be some really cool elements for you know the video that comes after translation you know what i mean that we're really excited about we're kind of taking yeah like a whole different approach <laughs> to that one uh, the director is uh, extremely talented and you know his, his vision for the song after translation um, is, is 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 really nice man so you know i'm really excited to to get to that one as well to share that with you you can check out all of the music videos by i am the living and tion gibbs on youtube at we are jungle that's jungle spelled j-n-g-l what else do you have planned leading up to the release of the ep um we're going to be doing some, uh, some, some brand collaborations, um, and merchandise. We have merchandise coming out as well. So the whole jungle experience is going to be something that everyone can take home now. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, some, some, some cool, cool things going on, a couple of virtual performances as well. And then, and then just hopefully we can just smash the summer, you know, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal, man. Hopefully we can uh, get on some stages in front of some faces the summer we were able to do that last year actually which is great so you know we're kind of hoping for the same um for this year yeah everyone myself included is hoping to do that i'm in two bands at the moment and uh we're both just practicing holding on to the hope that like okay you know maybe next few months maybe yeah 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 i was gonna say that the jungle artwork uh is gonna look really good on like a hat and t-shirt I'm sure you guys have other stuff planned for that, yeah. but just saying. We got hats, we got t-shirts, we got hoodies. There you go. We got jackets, bro. Like it's about to be. Yeah, it's about to be. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet, man. Do you guys have in mind for future projects after Jungle is dropped? Together, uh, or together, individually? or individually? Just whatever you guys have, kind of in the pipe. Yeah, well, for you know, I'm 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 working on a, a new solo project at the moment, which is is going good. I'm excited about that. And, um, you know, if, if, if people, you know, really support the, you know, I'm the Living and Tion Gibbs project, then of course, 
would uh, love to drop some more music. We've already like got some more music that we've recorded, uh, new music um, aside from this this um, this first EP. I think our, our our main focus is to obviously you know drop this project, celebrate you know experience and good experiences with everyone around it. You know, work on our own stuff and then come back together. And, and do some more yeah i mean that's that's kind of that's kind of always been the plan you know um finish the project up ryan and i work in our individual solo joints yeah. and then uh and then we both to success you know it's just uh, yeah. the good thing that we have a really like honest relationship you know so um it's just really about assessing at that point you know is there a demand for a jungle too um yeah. you know and I mean, shoot, man, my guy just got nominated for Juno, so his next solo project is, is going to be a, a, an anticipated one, you know? So. <laughs> I Am The Living is a 2021 Juno Award nominee for traditional R&B soul recording of the year for his 2019 album In This Thing Called Life. But yeah, we're, we're putting out music, you know? And, and I think because we're friends, we'll, I'm sure we'll always make music together. Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, it just depends on whether it's going to be singles or whether it's going to be EPs, you know? Yeah, it really yeah. just depends on, on the demand for it. Yeah, of course. And uh, obviously hoping to hear new music from you guys, uh, whether uh, separate or together in the future. And Ryan, I, I forgot to say congratulations. Even just getting nominated for Juno is oh, awesome. <laughs> Thank you, man. appreciate it, bro. It's all good. What uh, local bands or artists would you recommend we bring on the show for a future episode i think known um known for mission i think he's a awesome artist he's uh, very eclectic and he's super young and he's just yeah just exciting a lot of exciting stuff's happening for him right now so i think he'd be a good person to have on i also think um yeah yeah, I think uh, I'm just trying to think like outside of like hip hop and R and B. Like I think yeah. Frankie's dope. I think I don't know if you've ever had Frankie the band on. Not uh, not yet. I'm kind of surprised that cool. we haven't. But Frankie would be great. Yeah, they're cool. They're really cool to have on. So I'd I'd recommend I'd recommend reaching out to them. I think and, you uh, should. Um... I think Matt Storm would be great to have on. Have you had him? Yeah, Storm? we've had him on, but I'm open to having him on again. Oh, yeah, his sound's on? definitely changed a bit too. Okay, awesome. Which is really cool. Yeah, he's super talented. Yeah, Noble Sun on too. Noble Sun. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Noble Sun. Or or Matt Madison Olds would be mm. a good person. She's she's dope too. Yeah, Noble Sun's really talented too, man. He's um he's a great musician. Got great con he's an amazing performer great performance good to know yeah that's the i mean that's the thing that i'm always uh and i always like asking this question of our, of our guests is that the talent pool is so deep in the city it's just the you know yeah it's trying to build that hype <laughs> trying to build that excitement around all the people that we have here yeah absolutely you can uh you can get you can get movie yeah movie would be awesome he's got some exciting things yeah i i yeah. i think it was yeah, yeah i'd only uh, heard of his stuff like a couple months ago, but I think he might be. I think he might be from your neck of the woods, Ryan. I'm not sure. I think he might be English. He is. He's yeah. Brit. Here you go. Yeah, he is. He's from. Uh, I think he's from Southampton, which is a mm-hmm. couple hours away out of London. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's uh, pretty much gone through the the questions I wanted to ask. Really excited for the EP when it drops. I think it's great. Production's excellent. You guys, there's something 
special going on with your with your chemistry because it just it seems to gel wonderfully obviously i'm hoping to uh, check out the new music videos you guys have coming out and whatever other projects you have on the go going forward how can listeners keep up with what you're up to and check out the ep best thing to do is uh you know what whatever streaming thing you use whether it's spotify or apple just follow us on there i am the living and tion gibbs uh, follow us on there. It gives you the most most updates of music, but then also our social medias. You know, uh, Instagram's always good, um, and that's just the best way to keep up with us, I guess. Uh, and um, yeah, the listeners should also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we have some some great um, visual content alongside the uh, the music. So you know, once you subscribe, you get your notifications to know when we've when we've dropped something new. Oh, yeah, and our website too, yeah, man. which hasn't launched yet, but it'll be launched soon. by the time this is out. So, exactly, yeah. which is uh, we are jungle. Is we are jungle dot com, right? Yes, sir. We are jungle. We are j n g l dot com. Um, yeah, man. Keep up to date with everything there. As awesome. Well. And uh, follow you guys individually. It's just I am the living and Tion Gibbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I am the living. And uh, Tion gives 100 on, on Instagram, and that's, uh, that's us, man. Cool. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. All right, fellas. Right, James. Take care. Thanks a lot, man. Take it. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, James Olson. Pacific Sound Radio is produced by Mark Lingelbach. You can check us out on Facebook at Pacific Sound Radio, Instagram at Pacific Sound Radio, Twitter at Pacific S Radio, YouTube at Pacific Sound Media. Our website is PacificSoundRadio.com. And you can also check us out wherever you stream your podcasts. If you like the show, there are a few different ways that you can support it. You can give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice that lets you leave reviews. You can share this podcast on your social media, and you can recommend the show in person to your friends, family, and coworkers. If you know a local band or artist that you think should appear as guests on our show, let us know. Fill out the form on our website or send us an email to talkpsr at gmail.com. 